All right, here we go. Showtime. It is Mark Mascola. This is Powerless to Powerful. This is the number one positive side of addiction podcast. Sure am glad you are here. I'm grateful to be here as well. Um, got lots to talk about today, man. I am really, uh, really excited about today's topic and uh, hope it provides uh, provides you some information to help you strengthen your recovery, supercharge your life because of your recovery. You know, Ashley and I talk about all the time, our, our number one goal here with, with this thing, with this podcast, is to help raise the percentages of people who trade being powerless over their addiction for it being powerless over themselves in their life. They, they, they find a purpose for their recovery. They find a purpose for their life because of their recovery. You know, there's all kinds of ways to get clean and sober. You know, you just quit doing what you're doing. It's the it's it's the first of the three phases. I just got to quit what I'm doing. My life gets better when I remove my addiction from it. And uh, again, we we want to help raise the percentages. And, and my my purpose in this podcast is to help you maybe raise your awareness to new possibilities. Help you believe that something is possible that you may not believe it's possible for you today if you uh if you make this podcast one of your positive addictions you'll hear me talk all the time about the definition of the word beliefs right when i use the word believe beliefs definition of beliefs the 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 acceptance or state of mind that something is true and i add as i always do whether it is or not I want you to to build a positive, powerful belief system that at the end of the day, you understand that if you're willing to do what it takes to change your body, your mind, and your spirit to get over an addiction, you, my friend, my brother, my sister, you can accomplish anything. You know, I went to treatment in 1999. I was trying to save a marriage and a business. I, I didn't realize, I, you know, I thought, hell, I thought my life was coming to an end. I, I didn't realize that, that the end, you know, understanding the, the whole concept of alpha and omega, right? The, the, the beginning and the ending, the beginning comes full circle and, and at the ending, there's a new beginning. Today's topic is maybe a little bit controversial in, in the way I'm going to I'm going to talk about some of it. Um, one of the, the and I'm not a, a real AA big book thumper, but one of the, the most profound statements that I've ever heard comes from that book, and it talks about the number one thing that will keep a man or a woman in, in everlasting ignorance is contempt prior to investigation. When you hear me talk about raising your, raising your awareness to new possibilities, that, that's what I want to do. Don't get stuck in the in the idea that any one program um, holds a monopoly on being successful in recovery. There's two things that you have to take ownership of. The first one is you have to take ownership of your clean date. Mine is July 29th, 1999. Ashley's is September 1st, 2000. We protect those dates with our life because our life depends on it. The second thing you have to take ownership of is you have to take ownership of your journey in recovery. 
there is not a one-size-fits-all. And one of the main things that causes people to fail in recovery is that other people make them feel guilty for not doing it their way. Let me tell you something. One of the sayings that I absolutely despise that you'll hear at meetings is that you're not that unique. Let me tell you something. You are unique. God created you that way. And because of you because of your uniqueness, your journey in recovery is yours. One of my favorite sayings that I've heard at meetings is take what you can use and leave the rest. That's what I would tell you about today's podcast. <clears throat> so the, the title of the podcast, The Truth About the Percentages. When I was in treatment in 1999, I asked one of the counselors, well, what really is the percentage of people who are successful? And he threw out a number of like 5%. So look at 100 people. That's five, right? That's not, that's not very big. That means 95% fail. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you how you can stack the deck in your favor and use such a low percentage rate to guarantee your success. All right, it's 1999. I'm sitting in a rocking chair thinking about my life. Thinking about my kids, my wife, my business. But what I was really thinking about is what had happened to me. I felt like I had an emptiness, like my soul was gone, like my masculine spirit was just trampled. Trampled. Is trampled a word? Trampled. Tromped on. Mentally, physically, and most of all, spiritually, I was bankrupt. From a former college athlete to this, right? I felt like a failure, and I believed it. Back to that definition of beliefs, right? An acceptance that something is true. And then I'm going to follow it up with whether it is or not. I had accepted the fact that I was a failure. From a former college athlete to sitting in this rocking chair at a drug and alcohol rehab center. My life was crumbling. My marriage, my business was crumbling. My marriage was coming apart at the seams. My life, my life was on a trajectory to hell, and I didn't know how to stop it. Again, there was an emptiness in my soul. That I was just lost. I was a failure, and I believed it. The acceptance or state of mind that something is true and whether it is or not. So again, today's truth is about percentages. So when I was in treatment, the counselor said 5%. So here's, here's, what I, here's the part of it when I said contempt prior to investigation. Let me give you some truthful information based on my 22 plus years, Ashley's 21 plus years, over 40 years of successful long-term recovery 
not just because we've stayed the path. We study this. We understand the psychology behind it. We understand the brain science behind it. We create resources to help people. We, we understand the human performance part of this. So if this pisses you off, you know, take a deep breath and get over it. My goal here, again, is to raise your awareness to a different possibility. Here's the truth. My brother, my sister, the truth is Alcoholics Anonymous does not work for most people. Go sit at a meeting and you'll see what I mean. So I know the question is going to be, well, Mark, what program does work? Well, let me tell you, Narconics Anonymous doesn't work for most people either. Neither does going to treatment, neither does celebrate recovery, neither does 90 meetings in 90 days, neither does hiring a, a recovery coach, a mentor. None of that guarantees your success. I, I know tons of people who've done all those things and failed miserably. So again, we're going to talk about the truths about the percentages. Because here's what you got to understand. 80% of being successful is understanding the game. And this means understanding the percentages and what I'm going to talk about today. All right, so let me ask you a question. Have you ever heard of the Pareto Principle? Pareto, P-A-R-E-T-O, the Pareto Principle. Most of you probably haven't. Well, let me, let me explain a little bit about the Pareto Principle. Vilfredo Pareto, Italian guy, as if you couldn't tell by the name, right? He was an Italian economist philosopher. He lived in the late 18, early 1900s. So Pareto studied the cause and effect of things, as most economists do, right? One of the things that he studied as it relates to to economics are success rates. And what Pareto discovered within any company or organization, there will be people who will be really successful. And then there are those who are marginally successful, and then there are those who will fail and fail miserably. Bottom line is that the majority of success in any organization is created by a small percentage of the people within the organization. What Pareto discovered was that approximately 80% of successes, also known as the effects, I'm talking about cause and effect, he discovered that approximately 80% of the successes, also known as the effects, are attributed to 20% of the people, also known as the causes. An example would be to look at any real estate firm. 80% of the sales are attributed to 20% of the salespeople. Right? There are some people who get really good at the game. So what does that mean? It means that the other 20% of the sales are attributed to the 80% of the salespeople. And now, 
Pareto found this to be consistent across most all industries. 80% of a company's bottom line are usually attributed to 20% of its customers. So I know you're asking, Mark, what the hell does this have to do with recovery? So if you hadn't figured it out yet, the Pareto Principle is also known as the 80-20 Principle, the 80-20 Rule. And what does it have to do with recovery? So Pareto discovered that 80% of the success is attributed to 20% of the people in most organizations. What does that mean as it relates to recovery? Look at recovery as the same way. Why does recovery work for some people and doesn't work for others? I've been clean and sober, totally abstinent since 1999. Ashley's been clean and sober, totally abstinent since 2000. My roommate in treatment who went to all the same meetings I did had the same counselors, had access to the same information. I've been at this for, you know, over 22 years. My roommate didn't make it a month. Again, understanding the game is 80% of the battle. So let me tell you how how this relates. I'm going to throw out some numbers for you. And and if you, when when I talk about long-term recovery from addiction, let me tell you. When I was two years clean and sober, I thought, man, this is long-term recovery. Wrong. Five years, I thought, man, this is long-term recovery. Wrong. You know, I I heard a guy give away a chip at a meeting one time. He was giving away a nine-year chip to a guy, and he said, you know, Nine years is about the time when you start to figure out what the truth is. I was six years clean at the time, and I thought, what the hell is that old man talking about? I know what the truth is, right? That was my, that was my recovery ego talking, puffing up. What's that old man know? Well, he'd been clean and sober for close to 20 years when he was giving out that chip to that nine-year guy. I can remember like it was yesterday getting my nine-year chip and God tapping me on the shoulder and reminding me of that thought. Right? Contempt prior to investigation. At nine years, I realized what that old man, that old-timer meant. About nine years being about when you start realizing what the truth is. So that, I mean, that's not meant as a judgment of somebody. If you're a couple years clean, man, two years, celebrate it. But stay on the journey. So when I talk about, talk about the, the truth in the percentages, let, let me throw you out an example here. Okay, 100 people need to get clean and sober. And we're just going to take 100 to make the math easy. Improve Pareto's 80-20 principle within recovery. And if you, ha- if you don't see this in meetings and in, and in and around recovery, just stick around. Because these numbers, I'm going to tell you, in my level of experience and expertise in both quality and quantity of time in recovery, these numbers are, are really right on target. 100 people need to get clean and sober. 20 of them do so. Right? 20%. The other 80% who need to get clean and sober, 
they stay stuck in active addiction. So 20 of 100 begin the game. But here's what to know about the 80-20 principle. Within the 20 is another 80-20. 16, stay clean and sober for a while and then go back out. Again, don't think those numbers are real. Hang around for a while. 16, stay clean and so out of the 20. So you start with 100 that need to. 20 of them do. 80 don't. Within the 20 is an 80-20. 16, do it for a while and then go back out. Four, put together some time. And you got it. Keep drilling it down. Within the four is another 80-20. So what's 20% of four? I mean, it's less than one. When I talk about raising the percentages of people who win the game at long-term recovery from addiction, me talking about 10-plus years, I can tell you, it's less than one in 100 who realize those rewards. And again, don't think those numbers are accurate. Go sit at a meeting. I mean, let's not sugarcoat this. Remember, 80% of winning the game is understanding the game. So you would see this as, oh man, that's a problem. Right? Only one in a hundred? And it may be less than that. How do you stack the deck in your favor? So here's how you do it. I don't ever throw out a problem with giving you the solution, right? The whole game here is to become, what happens to most people is they never raise, they never elevate their recovery past the point of being defined by their problem. How do you stack the deck in your favor? You heard me mention a minute ago, Ashley and I are writing this book, Begin With Who and Why, The Science for Success in the New, New Age of Relapse Prevention. We talk about the five commitments. And I did a episode on this a few weeks back. You can go back and find it. <clears throat> Again, wherever you um, get your podcast, uh, you can find a link to this, www.powerlesstopowerful.com. You can listen to all of them. So in the book and in everything that we do, uh, again, the book, Begin With Who and Why, The Science for Success in the New Age of Relapse Prevention. The five commitments we talk about, and I'll reel them off here real quick. Be willing to do more, to become more, to have more, to serve more. Number one is be willing. Number two, do more. Number three, become more. Number four, have more. Number five, serve more. Those are the five commitments. Stack the deck in your favor by understanding this. Commitment number one, be willing to make a decision. The word decision, if you make this podcast one of your positive addictions, I will beat this into your brain. Be willing to make a decision. The word decision means to cut off all other options. When my when one of my counselors asked me, Mark, are you willing to do what it takes to stay clean and sober? Are you willing to go to any lengths? And I said, yes. What does any lengths mean?
means being resilient to overcome adversity. Divorce, bankruptcy, cancer, loss of loved ones without falling back into active addiction. Not making a decision about your recovery means you're making a decision about your addiction. Be willing to cut off all other options other than staying clean and sober. Number two, do more. Get into action. You heard me mention the 100 people, right, that need recovery. 100 people that want recovery. Needing and wanting is not a prerequisite for success. Commitment number four. Commitment number two is to do more. This is a program of action. Craft a vision for your ideal recovery, your ideal life. Put together an action plan to get you there. Need help with your action plan? Connect with us. Go to www.powerlesstopowerful.com. You can connect with me immediately. I do free action plan sessions. Don't screw around. Take free help when you can get it. To craft a vision for your recovery, put together an action plan. Craft a vision for your ideal life because of your recovery, craft an action plan. Again, success in anything is not for those who need or want it. Success is for those who get off their ass and do it. Having a vision is the why in the begin with who and why. Commitment number three, become more. This is the who. Understand the power in your personality. Understand who you are. The divine relationship in who you are and whose you are. I say it all the time. It's not in my nature to be powerless. I'm going to promise you. This is the one thing that most people in in recovery want to say but won't and don't. They're terrified of it. Because people will guilt them in to not adopting this belief. If you can adopt anything that I'm talking to into your belief system, the acceptance or state of mind that something is true, accept this into your belief system, into your current reality. It is not in your nature to be powerless. It's not in my nature to be powerless. It's not in your nature to be powerless. Why? Because of who I am and whose I am. God God created me and you in His image. Become more. Understand the power in your personality. This is the who. Number four, have more. You can't give away what you don't have. Quantity of time, quality of time, and recovery both matter. You'll hear it all the time. The whole game about um, keeping it is giving it away. You got to have it to give it away. How many of you sit in a meeting and listen to a guy with two days clean and sober tell everybody how to get clean and sober? I mean, I get it. I get it. But early in recovery, be a taker, be a consumer of information. Surround yourself with people who can help you raise your awareness to a new possibility and create an expectation and a powerful belief system in who you are, whose you are, and your unlimited potential to become who God created you to be. And then number five is once you have it, you can give it away. Serve more. 
you'll hear me talk about the eight key areas we all must master. It begins with personal growth, right? That's becoming more. Comes full circle to number eight, which is spiritual connection and life's purpose. Your life's purpose in some shape, form, or fashion is always based on service to others. How do you become more? I'm going to give you a free tool that you that in less than 15 minutes you can understand the power in your personality and help you stack the deck in your favor understanding what are the core strengths in your personality that when used properly strengthen your recovery and supercharge your life because of your recovery and when misused can keep you stuck in active addiction www.powerlesstopowerful.com go it's it the the site's mobile friendly you can go to it on your your phone your tablet your computer go take right on the top of the page go take the core strengths test take you 15 minutes it will change your life it has hundreds of before you take you about 15 minutes understand the concept of the word core Core is the central, look at the letters C-O-R-E, the word core. The letter C is the most central and important part of something. You are the most central and important part of taking personal responsibility for your journey. Again, you heard me talk about the divine relationship, understanding who you are and whose you are. The O in core is to be optimistic. Have hope in successful outcomes, right? Begin with clean and sober and then make it bigger than clean and sober. The eight key areas, personal growth, relationships, finances, physical wellness, mental clarity, nutrition, recreation, spiritual connection, and life's purpose. You want to win at all of them. The R in core is resilient, overcoming adversity. Let me tell you something. If you're on this journey, and it doesn't matter whether you're 10 minutes clean and sober or 10 years clean and sober or like me, over 20 years clean and sober, you are going to be faced with adversity. Passing the test means, number one, I've made a decision, and your resilience means you overcome the adversity. At 20 years clean and sober, I I heard, Mark, you have cancer. I could have used that as, man, I got to have surgery. I got to do chemo and radiation. Man, I loved pain pills. This sure could put me on that path again. When you hear me talking about protecting my clean date with my life, when I was in the hospital for a couple of days, Yeah, you know, I had some opiates, but my doctors, my surgeons, all of my doctors knew my journey. And they knew what my purpose was. That my clean date was not going to change because of surgery and chemo and radiation. Resilient is the R in core, means overcoming adversity. And the E is just empowerment. You know, when you heard me talk about the 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 book Ashley and I are writing, 
You know, the science for success in the new age of relapse prevention. We also have created a personality course. That core strengths test that you can get at www.powerlesstopowerful.com. That's actually the first module in the Power 7 personality course that we have uh, created um, to help people understand the science of success in the new age of relapse prevention. The whole game is relapse prevention. We teach the principles and the application of little-known science that Ashley and I have coined called the psychology of empowerment. In short, it is the principles that govern the process of strength, confidence, and optimism. Psychology of empowerment does not have me sitting around saying, well, I'm just an addict, i got all these problems, i got this disease... It's not what you. Ha- it's not what happens. It's what you do about what happens. So how do you stack the deck in your favor? Here's the secret. This is how I've done it. When I heard that counselor tell me five in a hundred, and I just rolled through the eighty twenties in long term recovery. Right? You'd be thinking, oh God, man, that's less than one in a hundred is going to make it to long-term recovery. You also heard me talk about belief, right? The the state of mind or the acceptance that something is true. I have the state of mind that it doesn't matter what the percentages are. Here's the secret. One in two is what, 50%? One in 100 is 100%, is, is 1%. One in a million? I'm not even going to do that math. Here's how you stack the deck in your favor. This is the secret. And this is the truth about the percentages. Percentages don't matter. One in two, one in 20, one in a hundred, one in a million. Make the decision to be the one. I mean, let that sink in for a minute. One in two, one in twenty, one in a hundred, one in a million. Whatever those percentages are, they make no difference to me because I'm the one. Does that sound arrogant? Absolutely not. It sounds confident. I made the decision to be the one, and there's nothing, there's nothing special about me. I made the the decision. You can make the decision as well. Be the superstar in your own success story, regardless of the percentages. Faced with adversity, be the one. Death in the family, be the one. Divorce, be the one. Bankruptcy, be the one. Cancer, be the one. Doesn't matter what it is. The word decision, I made a decision to be the one. I cut off all other options other than being the one in two, one in 20, one in 100, one in a million. Be the superstar in your own success story and then go tell God how, go tell other people how God helped you. 
We hear it all the time, right? Clean and sober by the grace of God. Well, I say all the time, God does his part, but he's not going to do yours. Am I clean and sober by the grace of God? Absolutely. But God didn't go to all the meetings I went to. I did. God didn't work the 12 steps. God didn't write the books. God didn't doesn't create this podcast. I partner with him to do those things. God does his part, which I can't do. I have to do my part, which he won't do. If you want to understand clean and sober by the grace of God, understand God puts you on the path. Taking ownership of the journey is your part. Again, stack the deck in your favor. Understand the strength in your personality. We're going to give you the the first module, the the core strengths uh, test or survey, which is the first module of our Power 7 course that we talk about in the book. Begin with who and why the new age, the science for success and the new age of relapse prevention. Why wouldn't you go get it? It's free. It doesn't cost you any money, but it does cost you some time. Why wouldn't you spend 10, 12 minutes to strengthen your recovery and supercharge your life because of your recovery by understanding your personality? Understand who you are and whose you are. The three affirmations. Self-worth I am. Self-confidence I can. Self-image I become. My worth is not up to me. I accept that. God deemed me worthy when he created me. That's why I say self-worth I am. Self-confidence. I get myself into, into action. Courageously act so I can build the self-confidence. I love the whole one day at a time thing. Right? I get that. Live one day at a time. But have, you got to have a vision bigger than what it's going to take you to get to tomorrow. Again, this is not arrogance. This is confidence, and there is a big difference. Self-image I become in the image and likeness of my Creator. Be the superstar in your own success story. Beat the percentages. You are the one. I made the decision to be the one. Ashley made the decision to be the one you make a decision for you to be the one. If we can help, you can find us all over social media. Um, find out, again, more about what we're doing. Go take that core strengths test, www.powerless2powerful.com. That is the end of today's episode. This is the number one positive side of addiction podcast. I'm going to tell you, go out and create a great day wherever you are. You absolutely deserve it. Till next time, be powerful in all you do. Bye for now.